It's Travel Michigan. Friends from Pure Michigan. Actually, a uh, special Travel Michigan program that you've been listening to. And, and what a pleasure it's been to uh, be able to fill in for Jim Harper and Steve Courtney on the great Michigan weekend. What a great opportunity for us to be able to talk about all the great things there are to see and do here in Pure Michigan. Of course, the National Cherry Festival that we've been talking about this last few uh, hours is continuing on and will continue on for the week. And you should get up here because it will be worth your time to head on up to Traverse City during the festival. But we're going to bring back, bring back, bring back <laughs> Trevor Tkach from Traverse City Tourism again. Hey, Trevor, I don't do this every day anymore, so I'm getting tongue-tied. <laughs> and um, Trevor, um, what, what a tremendous place this is. Of course, during festival time, everybody's all excited. Um, because there were so many really cool things to see and do during the festival time. So people are mostly thinking festival, festival, festival. <laughs> but for the rest of the summer, the rest of the year, this continues to be just a great place to live, work, and play. And we have more festivals, too. Yeah, I suppose you do. Yeah, that's true. You, you have other special events. That's so right. you want, want to go there first, kind of, and maybe touching on some of the cool things you yeah, have coming up yet this summer? I think a lot of the listeners need to know that the Traverse City Film Festival will be back this year. Uh, it's an exciting event that's got a you know more than a 15-year history now, and it's been off for two years. So it's exciting to yeah. see that coming back online. Uh, that'll be at the end of July. And there are uh, a couple of gentlemen here in Traverse City who are – endeavoring to build the world's largest cherry pie. Now, I cannot make any promises that this will happen, but they are trying feverishly to get a pie built in the open space park on August 6th. So, you know, keep your eyes peeled for this on social media. I'm kind of blown away. A 50,000-pound pie. If they can pull this off, it's going to be quite a feat. Uh, it would make us the largest. It would be a world record for Traverse City once again. We held it once before. We have lost that record, and they want to... Uh, retain that record for Traverse City. Well, you know, I saw this somewhere, and I thought, they're going to make the biggest cherry pie, and I have to hear about it from the media, and nobody <laughs> calls me, because if there's one thing that I truly am an expert in, it's helping to eat cherry pie. Well, that's that sounds fun. So it's going to be in the, the big open space. Well, that's the hope and dream. Yeah. Um, so keep your eyes peeled for that, because it really would be special, because it's a great celebration of you know our agricultural harvest cherries who are, are still very important to our economy and to our culture here. And then, of course, there's just a lot of other great activities and, and excitement going on throughout the year we've got, or throughout the summer. The horse shows continue to um, operate out at Flint Fields. You've been to that uh, before, David. It's a oh. real... Um, it's, a, it's a very unique experience. It's hard to describe how cool that is or how big time that is because mm -hmm. this is a big time show. I mean, this is a national scale, world class yeah. scale horse show. I'm not an expert in these things, but I was just blown away at how cool that that whole venue is over at, is it called Flint Fields? It is, yeah. Over yeah. kind of in um, near between the Grand Traverse Resort and Turtle Creek Casino yeah. on 72. That's correct. 72, yeah, just off of there. It's beautiful. Uh, they've, the Morrisseys have done a fabulous job building this out. You feel like you're stepping into a different world. And for those who aren't familiar with horse um, equestrian events, this is jumping. Uh, that is the majority of the activities going on out there. So it's a lot of fun. It's just, it, it's very entertaining. I'm not a horse guy, but I happily take my family to this venue because it's so unique and it's, it just keeps your attention for hours. It's just a lot of fun. Well, to explain when I say it's a world-class event, uh, 
this is actually telecast or webcast mm-hmm. really all around the world and people yeah. are watching this the the horse these teams come in from everywhere oh that's right yeah no that this is a world renowned destination for the, for horse riding now and and we get the top rated jumpers from around the world so you've got people coming from europe from south america asia you've got all types of competitors with their their horses that they fly in on private jets to participate in these events it's amazing yeah, it is amazing. You think about it. you're flying a horse into an event. Well, that that's different. Uh, I'm just happy to be able to fly myself anywhere these days. So that that's a cool thing to be able to do. So you, so you have those kind of really premier big events. Um, and anything else we should make sure event-wise people should know about yet this summer and kind of into the early fall? Well, there's always a lot going on, and I encourage people, of course, to go to TraverseCity.com. It's always changing. It's just good to see more more activity and more bustle um yeah. again now that we get up past the pandemic and people are excited to come together and just celebrate you know when when these things are happening and starting to come back it's kind of it rekindles my memory that we have gone through all these challenges these last two years and maybe that's that's the clue that we're we're getting beyond this pandemic stage that it's it's almost it's almost like a bygone memory to me now nightmare nightmare for many nightmare yeah because (laughs) because the events are all starting to come back and that brings back this real sense of normalcy this real opportunity to celebrate what is unique to that community like here at the national cherry festival Um, you know we still have a whole week of the festival Mm -hmm. and you as the former festival director um just what are you what are your thoughts about how the festival has changed over the years well, it's it's evolved, you know, and it continues to evolve, and it's fun to see it. You know, the, the, the two years that we had off were a real challenge for a lot of people in the community because that was such a special time. You know, it's really, it's it's yours. If you live here, it's your, this is your, this is your summer celebration. It's, you know, it's a community um, jubilee. We come together and we celebrate the harvest together, and it's good to see it coming back into full force because i think it just gets people energized having the blue angels fly over again uh over traverse city that's a you know more i think it's 30 years now they've been coming every other year and that's magical that you know that really it, it pulls you know emotions from deep inside and for somebody who grew up here i mean every time i see them Every time I see the concert pop up down in the open space or that beer tent opens, I mean, it just re- it brings back a, f- a flood a floods of memories that, um, yeah, you can't replace. So I think our collective memories are being rekindled with it coming back online. And I see it evolving even further down the road. Kat, who's the director now, is doing a marvelous job. And I think the that volunteer-driven organization continues to be strong still today. Well, as you uh, mentioned as we opened the show, you know, you, you talked about how you know, during COVID, uh, because of COVID, the festival had to adjust a bit in doing new things like this, this strange, uh, strange, it's unique, it's cool, this, this parade, neighborhood, <laughs> the porch parade, the porch parade, yes. what a different thing, uh-huh. that's just a really cool idea, and so to think that some of these things that were brought about because of the pandemic are now going to live on because mm-hmm. They found a new and interesting way to do these really cool and unique things. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it was very creative and innovative of them. And, you know, I, and that's just proof that, you know, we can we find a way to work around just about any, you know, anything you throw at us. But it is, it's nice to not to have to do that, right? It's nice to, yeah, maybe some of those things will carry on. But, boy, I just being able to get you know, to a, a big show down in the open space again, be surrounded by all these people, and there's just so much energy. And to have that on the bay, it just feels good, you know. 
we, we only have a couple minutes, Trevor. But for folks who have been listening and they're they're thinking, boy, I'd love to go to Traverse City. I've never been there because there are a lot of people still haven't been here before. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say? Maybe like top, you know, a couple of three, four top reasons why you need to come to Traverse City at any time of the year. Sure. Well, you know, it's it's far more approachable than people think. I think the, the people who haven't been here maybe feel like it's um, unattainable in a way, and it's not. You know, actually, you go online. Search up hotel rates. I think you'll find some that are, you know, more exclusive, but you're going to find some that are very accessible. There are a lot of ways to get here. So I think that's one thing that people need to recognize is this is an accessible destination, very welcoming, and it's not as pretentious as some may believe it to be. Uh, There's a lot of different price points at at all activity levels. And that's another great thing. The Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakeshore, you know, is all about a parking pass. It's not an expensive endeavor, but one you'll never forget if you haven't been out to the dunes, the, the views from atop those um, 300 foot cliffs of sand uh, are un, you know unparalleled uh, views over uh, Lake Michigan and and uh, Glen Lake are spectacular. People say Caribbean, light. yes, and the, it's true. The, it the, is the greens, the aquas, the exactly. you know, whatever. Blues. And then you know you dive into the agriculture. You get the you know the farm stand stops or the winery stops, the micro brews. We we take such pride in what we grow here and what we create with those ingredients and it's all you know the it, 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 i'll just say it it's easy to get to it's accessible and it's you know the, the there is no real barrier with price it's this is a real special place that just about anybody could take advantage of i saw an op-ed that you wrote um earlier this week and um, you use the word um i think unpretentious i think was one of the words you mm-hmm. used uh if not let's just say you did mm-hmm. uh because when I saw that, I thought, that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. When you think of Traverse City, you don't think of um, Martha's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. Nothing against Martha's Vineyard. But that's just not my kind of place. Yeah. Only because I think of it as being for people of great wealth and right. of a certain, you know, different hierarchy or whatever. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. But Traverse City has this really high-quality experience. Um, and you can find great deals and, and very affordable everything. Mm-hmm. So you have great value, but you know you're welcome here. Mm-hmm. Whoever you are, you are welcome here yeah. because um, it's that kind of place. It's still a really cool up north place with high quality experiences, but it's still Michigan. It's still yeah. this very welcoming place that welcomes all, yeah. and people just need to come. That's right. Agreed, 100%. And it. it it, it can have you can have those unique Napa type experiences, but at a more affordable price. How about like we say that you know you can get to it here. Yeah, well, you know, I don't even drink wine, so when I go to the wineries, um, it's not about the actual consumption of wine; it's about that that atmosphere. That's and right. I love the fact that I feel very comfortable when I go into the wineries and and don't feel like uh, just because I'm not an expert in wine that I don't belong there because I belong there. Yeah. That's the word. We belong here. Everybody yep. belongs here in Traverse City. Mm-hmm. So you need to, to check it out. Come and enjoy yourself. You will have a great time. I tell you what, I've had a great time this last couple of hours being able to talk to all our friends here at the National Cherry Festival. You still have an entire week to come here and enjoy yourself. So, you know, don't put it off just because you can't be at today's wonderful air show that's going to start in a couple of minutes. Or because you're not going to be able to see Cheryl Crow tonight, um, <laughs> although you still could get up. Um, you know, don't worry, because there's so much happening. Wednesday night, I think Jim Gaffigan, right? Uh, we're planning on it. I, That's right. I am, 
I am so geeked to be able to see Jim. <laughs> Jim, uh, uh, Jim, I just can't can't wait. I almost said my favorite comedian, but Tim Allen would be disappointed if I said that. So oh. one of my one of my favorite <laughs> comedians. Really happy. Oh, hey, it's been fun filling in on the great Michigan weekend with Jim Harper and Steve Courtney. This has been a special edition of the Travel Michigan program. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you Sunday at 4 here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at Michigan.org.